Have you ever needed an important document notarized and your bank was closed? Need someone who would be reliable, punctual, and provide great customer service? Call my man Maurice over at Austin Mobile Notary, 757-325-7353, or email him at austinmobilenotary at gmail.com. Austin Mobile Notary is a new mobile after-hours and weekend notary service. Mention this podcast, Real Talk with the Six Man, and Maurice will give you a $5 credit towards your first bill. Remember, Austin Mobile Notary for convenient mobile notary services. Austin Mobile Notary, y'all. Check them out. Six Man. Y'all be easy. No need for game plan. You don't know who I am. I leave you in a saddle, homie. I'm a six man. No need for game plan. I told you who I am. Come out with a check and you see why I'm a six man. No need for game plan. You don't know who I am. I leave you in a saddle, homie. I'm a six man. No need for game plan. I told you who I am. Come out here and check and you see why I'm a six man. Six streets, I'm the six man. I'm talking real talk, talking with the program. I'm the six street, I'm the six man. I'm talking real talk, with the program. But they call me heartened, and I made them feel the beard when I rain these tears on all your top tiers. Yeah, the rain for some smoke. You want a clipper or a hawk? I'm hot, Jamal Crawford, make a blazing trail. To the rack, I'm Cliff Robertson. Say I was a king with the Sack on G Fox B Jackson. So pardon you, little homie. I know that you don't know. But beyond three, I'm on no mix with Kuko. She getting my Madiso. It's never off her feet. I feel like the friendly. She know it's in my jeans. So take a look at me. I can do it twice in four years. I feel like you win. So step out here, my man, and get the beat. I'm the six man, I'm talking real talk, talking with the program. I'm from six streets, I'm the six man, I'm talking real talk, talking with the program. It's the six dog, we all the way to make figures, making moves, making money, dog, always deliver. It's the six street dog, you already know who it is. I'm the heartbeat man, always handle my business. statistic. Washington, D.C. has more at-risk youth than almost every state in the nation. That's according to a new study of idle and disconnected youth. Fox 5's Ann Cutler took the report straight to D.C.'s mayor and has a response tonight. And what she have to say. 
Hey there, Sean. Well, the study shows that Louisiana is the only state with more at-risk youth than here in D.C. Wallet Hub releasing that study today, citing poverty and homelessness, among other factors, going to that number two ranking, saying these issues not only affect young people later in life, but are harmful to society as a whole. The report ranked the district second in the nation in youth drug use, first in youth poverty, first in homeless youth, and sixth for youth detainment and incarceration. Now, as you mentioned, we caught up with D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and MPD Assistant Chief Robert Conti after a public safety walk in Ward 8. Here's what they had to say. We have a probably per capita the largest investment in ending homelessness among families of any jurisdiction in the country. This is what it's all about. This community walk is an example. You have all the stakeholders involved here talking about the issues, addressing the issues. Our police officers are here addressing the concerns. We're here. We're going to continue to be here. We're going to continue to work with the community to resolve some of the uh, challenges that this community faces. Now, Wallet Hub asked a team of experts how they would address the problems. Some suggestions include building relationships with youth, early intervention, and community programs. Local residents we spoke with, though, had mixed feelings about how the district is doing on those fronts. Do you think the government does enough to address that? Well, I really don't think so, and I think it's a lot of... A lot of um, people don't seek the information to provide those things, shelters and stuff for them. Because it's actually out there. It's just going about doing it. So that's the issue you see is that there are opportunities, there are services, but people, people aren't getting that, them. Right. They've been pretty active as far as, uh, you know, the communication side and messaging about the issues. Uh, definitely about the funding and formal programs for at-risk youth. Although there's always more that needs to be done. Um, but, uh, you know, my personal opinion is that there are steps being taken uh, up to this point. So, which states are performing well? According to Wallet Hub, New Jersey does the best job of addressing idle and disconnected youth, coming in at 51st on the list. Nearby Virginia and Maryland ranked 44th and 45th, respectively. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome back to the show, man. I got... I got some men that we're going to talk to um, tonight. And when I say men, I got, you know, a, a man my age, and then we got some young men. And I feel like it's um, one of those fundamental things that the younger generation got to understand, you know, some of the fundamental rules to succeed in life. And I feel like I wanted to have this conversation because I feel like sports and mentorship is very important. And like me and the young man was just saying before we came on air was that he felt like that kids got to have some type of organized sport to keep them Locked in on what they want to do. So first, I want you know welcome SA. What's up, champ? What's going on, brother? How you been? How you man? been, man? Good, man. Sure, man. It's been a minute. We've been trying to do this for a minute, so yes, yes, you know sure. what I'm saying. So what you getting into? What you what you doing right now, man? I know you got the, the gang thing going and, and all that. What you doing right now? Um, currently, you know, still uh, out there grinding nine to five, man. Um, homelessness prevention over there at Willow Creek CDC. Man, I've been a case manager like the last six years. Okay. So still, you know, out in the field in the community, moving in the southeast, every quadrant of DC. Okay. Um, still, still mentoring, man. You know, ever since the Best Friends Foundation, still, you know, man, you know, still raising my son, my nephews, and stuff like that, man. Okay. Still out here, man. You know, it, it never stops. Hey, let's 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 talk. Let's let's go back real quick though before we go forward. Let's go back because I remember we was talking on the phone and, and you just start laughing. I'm like, what you laughing? at? He was like, man, you was wild as shit when you was in Dale State. 
Yeah, man, you know, the brother, man, good brother, uh, Kevin, man, has come a long way, man. You know, when I first met you, man, you know, kind of remind me of the good brother, Dwayne Prince, man. You know what I mean? Always uh, been a leader, always spoke mm-hmm. your mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, you know, coming from a uh, good old Southeast. Fiery you know, young man. Yeah, fiery young man, you know, <laughs> say, always said it with your chest. And um, always basically, you know, said how you feel. And uh, right. unfortunately, we came to Dale State. One thing with DC of being from the DMV area, when it came to music, we had go-go, but we always accepted every type of music, whether it was Jersey with the Percolator, right. Baltimore with the house music, DC with the go-go and stuff like that. But you had other areas back then, it was the East Coast, like New York, and we was always cool with Jersey, but mainly I say like New York, they were always kind of, you know, when they heard go-go called the jungle music and stuff like yeah. that, and some of the students up there, when we were up there to get our education, right. they were up there trying to be something they couldn't be when they were back home. And sometimes wow. their ignorance led to altercations, or they started altercations. I like the way you broke that down. And, and sometimes, you know, brothers like yourself, you know, had, had to bring them brothers back to reality. And so, I mean, for me, when I first got there, you know, I... I I mean, me personally, I felt like I wasn't a student because I felt like my mother was like, this is your last step. We got to get you yeah. out of Southeast before yeah. you end up one of these two places. And we know first place is, is jail, but we don't want you to end up in that second place. And exactly. that's if I would have stayed home, that's probably where, where I would have ended up. So mm-hmm. when I got to school, I don't really look at myself as a student. I just looked at myself like a, 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 a young man already, like <laughs> street-minded. Yeah. A little bit of smarts, if I would have went to class a little bit more, but it was just about... Respect, and I felt like, like you just said, you know, jungle music comments, or yeah. just the way dudes, oh, y'all freshmen. What, what the fuck that got to do anything, Slim? You still can get your shit split. Exactly. Because exactly. I'm a freshman with that exactly. man. I ain't a yeah. freshman from, from the street. Yeah. And so I think that my mentality was that the whole time I was up there, but it it, it, it calmed down a little bit, and I think mm-hmm. um, Mr. P was one of those yeah, people yeah, yeah, who yeah, pulled yeah, me yeah, to the yeah, side yeah, and would talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And he'd be like, Kevin, I mean, what, what you doing? I mean, there's no way you up in Dover and now the police know your car, know your name. You know everything. It everything. Was, it, it, everything. And so when, when I think about it now, hindsight, I go up there and I'd be like, dang. And so when people say stories and shit, I remember one time a dude was like, oh, it, it was like that up here. And I just looked at him. I was just like, yeah, it was like that. There was so, no cameras back then. There was no social no media. No social media. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we, yeah. we bit bop, got it there. I mean, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I remember one time me and another student from home, mm-hmm. no names. We was walking from the library and the dude um, had a conversation with us. Mm-hmm. And he, the, the young man coming out of the library snitched on one of the dudes from home. And he got suspended, had to go home. So we caught the dude this night simultaneous. I'm coming out the EH. The other student is walking past the library, mm-hmm. and the snitch nigga is coming out the library. Yeah. And me and the nigga see eye to eye. We see him. It was instant. We ain't even had to ask each other. We just went smack ass him and yeah. you yeah. know handle business yeah. like that. And yeah. so I feel like coming home, you know what I'm saying, getting married, you know having a baby again, and mm-hmm. you know seeing the stuff that's on TV. It just made me feel like you know now I feel like I done been through so much shit. You know, how do I transition that into trying to help people kind of be better than they were yesterday? And, and that was kind of the premise for the show. Because one day I was talking, I was like, man, people need to try to be better than they were yesterday. Because when they wake up, if they had a fucked up day the day before, mm-hmm. got a ticket, ran a stop sign, you know, did whatever. If yeah. God get them breath for opportunity to do it again, why not try to be better than you were yesterday? Yeah, and, and it's good that you said there's a quote, man. Um, I was going through a situation, man, November the 18th, I mean, November the 4th, 2018. 
And that quote is, you know, don't go back to something that the Lord has already rescued you from. Right. So if you had a bad day on Monday or you made a mistake on Monday, don't right. go back to that, man. And like I said, it's all about growth, man. And it's all about, you know, being, think we all legacies and progress. You know right. what I mean? It takes time. It's just about learning from your mistakes. Hell is not a place to go. Hell is something you create. Right, exactly. For yourself. Exactly. On, exactly. We create our own hells exactly. by, by, by doing ignorant shit, by doing dumb shit. Right. But the main thing about Dale State, good thing about back then, there was no... No cameras. One thing is that everybody was sad that um, everybody from home, you know, stuck together. It was a unity. For the most part. Yeah, for, for, for the most, unfortunately, yeah. the more they came, the more it broke apart, yeah. which is a bad thing. That kind of goes back to the black community and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? It kind of broke apart. Basically, niggas' insecurities came up. Right. A lot of niggas that wasn't doing shit at home came up there and bullshit. started fucking faking and That's shit. True. That's I had true. a nigga I was dropping off very they kept on saying he was from South Beach. like, dog, you live right around the corner for me. One thing for me, nigga, I had a house in Fort Washington in Tantala, grandparents' house, lake in the backyard, but I played for blue. I had I had it's like my son, I had a DC address. Right. So I was playing for blue in South Beach, gunshots going off, but I was driving back to Fort Washington. I understood still what I where I lived at. Right. But that also made me appreciate my teammates more. Right. Like meeting somebody like a Shields, uh, a right. running back at the time, Dewberry, rest in peace. Right. My man Thaddeus, me coming to practice. Hey, Esther, they call me Raul Allegra. I kick field goals. They get in my car. I'm leaving school of our walls early. We're going to the carryout, you know. Certain people getting out, don't know, doing what they needed to do and stuff right. like this. I still had, I had a certain humility about me right. that I, from, being around everything, just re- basically, you gotta recognize what your flaws are and know who you are as an individual, right? So that you don't get caught up faking. Because a lot of niggas did. Yeah. It was a dude. I'm gonna say his name, Jamal, man. Jamal came up there first, doing a bunch of hot shit, shit like that, man. And um, his insecurities came out. All that faking came out, dog. And he, he ended up leaving school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Up there, you know, at the time he was young, taking pictures of the works. You know, just it was just a lot that you really got to see up there, state, man. Right. But like I said, but as far as you. At the time he was driving my hood's uh, accord in the circle, music blasting, you, yeah, you, you was hot as shit. Yeah, you was up there with it. I was jive tough yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you, you were impressed man. Like, the, the one thing about you was you was always you, though. Yeah. That's one thing you could see, it was never no faking. You was always right. the same individual. Dude, right. And to see the progress you made, seeing you in church, the father that you are. Right. You know what I mean? And what you're doing now with six man. It's yeah. six man. I'm not the starter, dog. I'm the six man. In order to win the game, it takes a whole team. It exactly. takes a six man. My nephew right here didn't start on no basketball team. We just won. He was 18 U. He was only 14 years old. He didn't start. But when he came in yeah. as the six man, exactly. he played his part, played his role. Didn't complain about coming off the right. bench and stuff like right. that. You play your role in order to better everybody. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly. definitely what it is, though, man. And so when you talk about mentorship, I mean, I did a mentorship program mm-hmm. um, in, in Maryland. It was called the um, the Free State Challenge Academy, mm-hmm. and I did that for eighteen months with a young man, and, and it just it changed my mindset because I was like, there's a lot of youngins that's really not hip. I mean, the young man that I was mentoring, I, you know, we had to go up there once a month, and and on the, one of the visits that we went up there, you could take them off the campus, yeah. get them something to eat and all that, and I did that, but when we came back on the campus, they gave us like another 45 minutes to kind of talk, and mm-hmm. it just seemed like while me and him was talking, you know, he was kind of socializing with the other young men that was there, and mm-hmm. they just started coming to the table, and you know me, yeah. I just started asking questions, talking exactly. to the youngest, exactly. and a lot of the shit that they were saying, I mean, they just start opening up. One younger was like, I'm 15, I got two kids. I was yeah, like, damn, you got yeah, two kids? Yeah, 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 yeah. I said, nigga, I said, when I was 17, I had my first child. He was like, oh, well, I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older. Than, like exactly. I always say, I'm a little older than you think I am. Exactly. 
But a lot of the shit that we talked about, I noticed that, you know, they was honing in, though. They was listening. Mm-hmm. They was like, damn, mm-hmm. this nigga kicking some real shit. He was like, yeah. you, you sound like my uncle. I said, yeah. that's probably because I was taught by somebody like your uncle mm-hmm. that kind of knew how to navigate the streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I feel like now, mentoring is very important, but a lot of dudes don't feel like it's necessary. And so your son made a great point, and, and mm-hmm. I'm going to bring him in. He made a great point about, you know, playing organized sports. Exactly. And, and, and you know the dudes, you know even females. If you yeah. if you ain't got shit to do during the day and you feel like you got a little bit talent with you and you trying to do something, sports is a way to go. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It, 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 builds, so, it builds that camaraderie. Like I so I have another nephew, man. I was always just trying to get him to play because even like if Dale State, I tried out for the baseball team. I ain't making. I ain't wasn't even trying to. When I played football up Dale Street, I was nigga, I was fourth string kicker, nigga. It's been a sideline eating a motherfucking fist sandwich. I got pissed off when them niggas Dude. told me to suit up. Right. I'll be on the sideline watching the whole game chilling. Kickers don't get hurt, though. I'm on the side of fist sandwich. I got my jersey on. You know what I'm saying? Bitches behind me. That's stand for beautiful, intelligent, tough, courageous, almost safety. The six man, so we positive. But you know what I'm saying? They made me suit up. I was pissed off. Nigga, I had number 99. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But being on the team, I was still able to network. And the right. worst mistake I made. Right. Was the next year when I said I was quick the team to get my grades, but I should have never done that. Wow. I also should have gone to Bowie State. They offered me a scholarship. I should have gone to Salisbury wow. or even Fayetteville. Right. But because my cousin, my cousin Boots, my man student, they were going D1. I said, I'm going to play against them. Stu went to Howard. My cousin Boots is at Morgan. Okay. That, that, that wasn't, that's one mistake I made. But if I hadn't gone there, stay with them at you, with them right. at Trey. So it still, it still worked out right. in the end. But whether you start or not, you on the team, it still provides study hall. It keeps you in shape. You're still in the picture. You only live life once. You can still go back. Yeah, I might not have gotten no burn and got no time. Right. But I'm in that motherfucking team picture, exactly. though. I was a part of something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, 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 and whether it's a coach or anybody, you're going to take something from somebody that, that right. you meet. You know what I mean? Right. And then um, as far as the mentorship, like you were saying, like when I was talking to the kids, that's at the Best Friends Foundation. But like um, I'm still in contact with a lot of them now, like William Edwards, you know what I'm saying, all of them. And it wasn't, I wasn't coming from there. That's one thing I tell them. I don't understand what you're going through because I wasn't raised. I, I had two parents. Parents got divorced. Right. Mother taught special ed in D.C. and stuff like that at Johnson and Douglas, you know what I'm saying, both my parents. But I always tell them, I'm not going through what you're going through, but let me, I always give options. Right. I still tell my son that, and that's last time I saw him. I'm like, nah, dog, I'm giving you a couple options right. of what you choose to do. Right. At the end of the day, you and you alone are responsible for the decision that you make. Right. I can just give you an option. I don't live this up, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not coming from your environment. <clears throat> I can just tell you what I see and maybe give you some suggestions. Right. But if they ever did try to, you know, I'm from here, they stepped out of line, they don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? I can come around, you stay, do what I need to do and go back home. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's why I think what they came to, it, it was drawn from the man. But the mentor, the main thing is just being around them, though. Right. It's not even, it's about being around them, learning from your mistakes. Yeah, and I, and I think for me, it was big for me because I, I was able to share a lot of stuff that I normally would not share. Like, I got mm-hmm. stories that I'm starting to share yeah. on the show yeah. and yeah. people starting to get, like, look mm-hmm. at me like, damn, for real, you meant to make sense? It, it makes and sense. And so it makes it sense makes of sense. how... You know, I am. I mean, some people say I'm aggressive. I'll be like, well, I don't think I'm aggressive. I just feel like I'm just being me. Yeah. Some people say I like to talk shit. I mean, I'm like, okay, I, I, that's just me. You know yeah, what I'm exactly, saying? So exactly. it is what it is. So, son, son, I mean, you you, you, you had some accolades this year, man. I, I, mm-hmm. You had a birthday. I saw y'all won a championship. Man, won five championships, man. Made all state. It was an all man honorable mention. Uh, DCIAA first team, all defense. 
and uh, stack run up for special teams. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Basketball won all my championships I played in this year. And basically just turned my life around from when I was in the, uh, 10th and 11th grade, from 9th grade, for real, for real. Well, what made you do that? What, what was going on in, what was going on in the earlier grades? I started off after middle school. I came to high school. I went to Bowie. And high school, they gave me too much freedom. I, won, I basically wasn't really doing what I was supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I came there. I had all Fs. I ain't passed none but PE. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. It was crucial. I ain't passed none but PE, so... <laughs> Took you off of school, basically. I mean, I don't mean to laugh, but nah, dang, no, 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 got you, man. Hey. He fell. Nah, he was at yeah. At Benjamin Tyson. Tell him when you started. He been to thirteen different man, schools. Man, hey, hey, man, hey, hey, man. Wow. Get that, man. So he was at Brightwood. He went to Paul. He went to Washington Latin. He went to a private school called Parkmont. Wow. He went there. Matter of fact, cousin does the property for, first. Uh, Kevin Hollins, Hollins that also worked with me at Best Man. He was with him at Washington Latin. Mm. One day I come to school. Help him get him a job there. He said, I said, what's good, man? Uh-uh, man, I need a hug today. I said, what you mean? Your son, dog. He said, your son? I said, I said, what? He says, come here, man. I need a hug today, man. He said, Carlos. I said, what? I saw Carlos punch the little boy in the face. And I said, Carlos, what are you doing? Why'd you punch him? He said, I didn't do it. And then I'm like, I'm believing him. Like, nigga, maybe he didn't. Maybe I don't know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Two years from that, Kevin had left the Kevin, uh, Mr. Hollins had left the school. He doing Brock because he doing real well now. But it was just that. And my thing was keep on coming up to the school. You know what I mean? Right. And me still as a father, still growing. Another problem I had was, like I said, just doing every year. Now, he went to Boeing. Good thing is that from that is that he was able to network and he knows people everywhere. everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So he knows people everywhere. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah now, it, it was all F's, though. But and, and I'm trying to, because his mother and then my mother, well, Put him in this school, put him in two. I'm like, nah, the nigga ain't stupid, though. This nigga ain't doing no fuck. The teachers be like, this ain't doing the work. Right. If he did work one day, that was to him, I did work for a week. Right. Did work for a week, that's for a month, a month for the year. Right. It wasn't doing no work. Right. And the teacher's like, we don't we can't even grade him, we don't know what he is. We don't know what he we don't yeah, know what he like, capable yeah, of. Yeah, put him in tutors, that shit he did the tutors, oh yeah, he's doing well. Right. Just, just, what, I, what was the mindset? Man, mindset was just I don't know. I can't be out. Man, I was going to school. Man, I had all the girls. Man, just just realized. Man, I mean, I was passing my passing my. Hey, going to summer school. Man, that was just my year. And my summer was summer school. That's all it was for real. I'm really just. I don't know. But I learned my lesson though. So ninth grade, hell, F's tenth grade took basically took a year off. Took I homeschooled. Man, home, homeschooled me. Took a year off. I got myself together. Eleventh grade, I got back in school. We should play football. Play, I played homeschool. I played. Let me finish. Let me finish. Played for CCA, and then uh, played quarterback and then ain't do too well, man. They you know that that was just my bounce back year, me basically just getting back in the gym and getting my body back right for football and stuff. Just showing me what the high school football experience was about. Right. Put some weight on. Transferred in the middle of my life after I played 11th grade year with the Bell. Took a bunch of afternoon classes and stuff. Senior year, I played football for Bell. Went undefeated. Nobody scored on us in DC. Mm. Won both the city championship and the state championship. And, uh, yeah, transferred to Roosevelt State. Played basketball for them. Won the championship for them. Mm. I also won the uh, championship for my father's basketball team. Graduated on time for my college. Now I'm going to college in Minnesota in, uh, in August 1st to play oh, football man. as you go. So, so, so would it be safe to say that you can be a fuck up and turn it around? Yeah, you can, it's just if you got it, you got to just put your mind to it. See, I don't smoke a drink, so it's easy for me. I don't got nothing trying to hold me back. I don't got to step outside the mm, class and go smoke yeah. or nothing. So wow. everything That's deep. Cool. 
But you also got a you also got a foundation though. Yeah, I got a good Strong foundation. foundation. Mm-hmm. People just, that people that's not gonna let you slide, yeah, especially just, when they start seeing you doing better. They like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, it was hey, just hey. a good stress of having football coaches in the school because knowing you need the grades in order to play football. If you don't got the grades to play, if you don't got the grades, you're not gonna be able to play football, and you basically just wasting your time. And I feel as if I'm not just gonna go to school. Me personally, I can't just go to school just to go to school. I gotta go to school with a purpose, knowing I got something to look forward to after school to do. How old are you? Just turned nineteen. So you so you just turned nineteen, and you just said something powerful that I don't even hear grown men say that you got to go to school, not just to go to school, but you got to go to school with a purpose. Yeah, just that. It just it it, it don't feel right. I'm just going to school to do work. After school, go home. Feel like I wasted a day. Like I ain't really do nothing but do work. I don't like doing work. Right. So if I'm gonna do work, that's like if I buy a car, I'm gonna make sure I buy a car that work. Right. Cause there's no point in me buying a car if I can't drive down the streets. So if I go to school, I'm gonna make sure I go to school right. to do something I want to do. Cause I'm not just gonna go to school, focus all day, do my work, sit down, do all this, think extra hard, take a test, go home. Oh well, I gotta go to school the next day. Right. Yeah, I'm right. at least out of school, be able to take my stress out by tackling in somebody. I like that. Go to home, go home, take a shower, wake up, knowing I got a game day Friday, and just you know what I'm saying. There's the atmosphere, playing football and just playing sports in general, give you something to. Wake up early in the morning looking forward to do at school. Because you, if you're not playing sports at school, what you're going to want wake up early to look forward to. At least you can wake up, oh, I got a game today. You can't wake up and do that if you're just going to school. I mean, it's different for certain people. But me, I need something to stay Give you some structure. Yeah, give me something I can look forward to, talk about when I'm in school. Right. And be proud. Stay to focused. Stay, yeah, to stay, I'm, say I'm going to school. You can help me right. stay on the right track. And I think that's just... Because another thing I be thinking about... Like, all these people you think that's real good in football now are some of the most vicious bammers that play football, not playing football no more. They right. they in the streets now. And I, it's probably bammers better than some of the bammers in the league from this Absolutely. area. Absolutely. They do basketball-wise. I mean, basketball I, mean, I, mean, I mean, basketball-wise, we got a man that we went to school with, Terrence Hood. I mean, when Terrence Hood was in Dale State, I mean, he was top five in the nation in scoring. At at a, at a, at a, at a um a MEAC college, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I remember he was on a Slam magazine with uh, mm-hmm. Wally Zerbiak. Exactly. So he he was right behind Wally Zerbiak in the nation for scoring, right? Mm-hmm. And so his next stop from Dale State was the NBA. Exactly. Now, if you go to my podcast, he got a full story of his whole life, yeah. and it's similar like yours, right? Where you where you started here, you had all you know the mishaps, but then you you kept it going. You got motivated, gym, whatever. And, I mean, he had some setbacks, like you had setbacks. Mm-hmm. But then he but then he got on his horse and he just rode his motherfucking horse on. You know what I'm saying? So, when you say that, you know, another name come to mind, Victor Page. Victor mm-hmm. Page was, was Jive Vicious. Yeah. When Allen Iverson graduated, I was like, he next in line. You know what I'm saying? And then it just, like, Slim just fell off. Man, you know I what I mean? Eight time out, like, I ain't going to say no name, but I played for a couple of youth football teams. My cousins, you know, a lot of people vicious. That they played football in high school, probably been going D1, they had right. the grade. Everybody vicious. Half them bammers now, even jail, some dead, smoking, let the weed take their life away. And they doing it, I guarantee you. And they started when they was in ninth grade putting up numbers to break records, and now they just, right. you know, everybody want to be a rocker nowadays. You can always do both, it's just how you, you put your day to it. Yeah, and you always, people always say, never take a dollar, like, never take quick money over money that you can make. Long in the long term, you yeah. selling weed now. You think that's my three hundred four dollars ain't no money, man. I learn, I'm learning that now. Mm-hmm. Brand one two thousand dollars is punk ass in my car, mm-hmm. and hang, and you might as well when you Shit add up. Yeah, yeah, add up. And you usually think you selling the weed, and then you smoking the weed. You not really making the money that you spent on the weed. Man, I think this man, man, he, he uh, like, man. Like, you're not, like if you gonna sell some weed, I'm not encouraging selling weed. But if you gonna sell the weed and you don't smoke the weed, you making your whole profit. 
Right. And you know what I'm saying? But you paying one fifty for a zip, you get twenty eight grams, you smoke about thirteen grams out of that, you only make hundred and fifty dollars. You only making hundred and fifty dollars back. And you think you're making money. Nigga, you done after the first day. You make because it. after the first day, you're going to roll it now. Yeah, then you're going to roll it now. Then you're going to roll it now. Yeah, I'm rolling for me. Like, you're not, yeah. you got you got to stretch, stretch the money out. And then, and they just think, and you got to have, you can't just be out here you think selling weed. You know, your parents are going to be alive forever. You can't relax. You rely on them. You're not paying no bills. So all the money you do make is just staying in your pocket. And that's and, and see and it's funny you say that because I was I was one of them young men that you know what I'm saying when I was in the seventh grade my mother moved out mm-hmm. right and you know we and I would get into that story but she moved out it was me my older brother and my grandmother and at that time I think I, like I said I was in junior high school my brother was up blue mm-hmm. and it's just like you know mom Duke's not here what are we gonna do you know what I'm saying we had a homie that was already you know in the street. He, you know, came home one day, hey, this is this, you break it down, you get this, then you get this. When you bring me the money back, I give you one more, you know what I'm saying? I, I give you one, you bring me that, I give you two, and just we just keep going, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, it just turned into something you, mm-hmm. where it wasn't, you know, um, notoriety, recognition. I, we, we, our mother not here. Yeah, nah, we, we got eat. I'm not saying that as where you shouldn't do. Some people get put in certain predicaments where they have to do. That's the only thing they know, but... Right. And this generation, especially my generation, people are doing that just to be cool. People live in a nice house, right. but feel as if they need to sell weed. Because, like, I go up to Bowie, and, like, I'm going to say specifically in Maryland, P.D. County schools, they think what they're doing in P.D. County schools is what people do in D.C. schools. And actually, the graduation rate is high in D.C. because they're not, they feel it, they don't feel the need to prove a point to other people. Yeah, I sell weed, I do this and that. And Maryland people, like, they like getting, like, P.D. County, feel as if they like being loud, they like getting locked up. Just to show right now, y'all got locked up. You're not graduating. What's the you gonna look back thirty years? Dumbest shit ever. Just, just, you know what I'm saying. That's not. And everybody start off playing sports and then just be done after. And, speak, and speaking of that, man, you 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 had a dude that you played with, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny because I was reading the paper one day, um, and, and I even like even um, um, sent the link out to to his uh, his 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 uh, GoFundMe and um, the the, uh, the article. And it was a guy, he was up blue, I think. I think, was he up blue? Oh, he was up blue. He was up blue, he was playing, and he had a rough time. They were saying that he was having trouble because he was homeless. And yeah. so people, like, got behind him and wanted to help him out, get him good and all that. And then when the news would he shot the girl, I was like, what the? Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, yeah, man what? Yeah, speak, yeah, man, that, that, that's just a sad situation, man. The brother, um, he was at Wives uh, with, with my man, Stu Coach Broom. Um... Somebody should have intervened. I, I, I don't know, man. I wish somebody, you know, the, the brother had a lot of talent. Um, I mean, I saw some film on some of I played. Uh, he was vicious. Man. I played. Uh, he was vicious, man. I played with him at. We actually played on the same All Star team, the yeah, DC versus uh, the DC versus VA Capital Bowl game. He actually played under him with the same coach. They had both brought up. He played Coach Jarvis. Okay. Coach Jarvis, but I played with him. Good person, man. I just think. Man, you just gotta wait to see how stuff play. I don't know the real full star. I don't want to speak on something I'm not really, you know. Right. I don't really okay, know. well, can I ask this? Can I can I ask yeah. a question? Mm-hmm. Was he homeless? Yeah, he was homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He, yeah, now he was homeless. Okay. But I just think that man. Um, to me, you can't have. I, I don't know, man. It's just something. Cuz was vicious, though. The brother had. He was. It's just an unfortunate situation. I couldn't believe it. It's just a sad. Nobody wins in that situation. The young lady condolences to her parents. Right. Condolences to his right. parents, man. And he was so scared because he tried to make it seem like 
She did it. I was not like, nah, but but I I even never. think, but see, but see, I don't even believe that. But I even think that by the time it got to the newspaper and stuff like that, I think that everything got misconstrued. Okay, I think the only people that really know what happened is him, her, and I probably say the man above dog. All we gonna say is with him dog. We wish him the best. Right. Um, condolences to our parents. Right. Um. We wish him well, man. Hopefully something could work out. You know, man, if it was up to me, dog, I would free cuz the mob because you're not rehabilitating him not by putting him what he's going through. Yeah. I already think that he's learned his lesson, man, and we're going to say free him, man, and, and just God bless him, dog, and, and just hope that somehow, some way that he can get an early release because whatever happened, it wasn't intentional, dog. Right. And one thing that we do know is that between both of them, they both had love for each other. It's just an unfortunate situation. Mm, it was tough. Yeah, and I think, I think, I also think it's more, it's, it's probably most likely more to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how things yeah, play yeah, out. Yeah. But hopefully, blessings above that everything uh, yeah, works, get, out, yeah, works out because yeah, he's yeah, got, God light, yeah, he got a, a, light, a, a bright yeah. future ahead of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bright saying. future. And, and, and even like, look, yeah, it's just it's God bless him, man, everybody mm. involved, man. Um, yeah, that's it. But but it's more stories like that. I played with my man Dewberry um, when I was at Blue. Had six kids. He started running back and middle linebacker. He also lost lost his life. It's just right now in this area, dog. Even you know our ages. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Even everything I always say when I'm telling kids that even when you doing the right thing, doing what you're supposed to do, dog. You can't hide from ignorance. Yeah. You still gonna have to handle your motherfucking business. Bendis, yeah. But I tell kids my nephew, don't get no charges, dog. There's no better feeling than being able to drive to the Dallas Expo and go to a, a gun, gun show. show and legally be able to walk in and, and purchase and walk out with something. Yeah. And right now in DC, everybody talking about the gentrification, but what that's doing is that's why you see people getting permits to carry guns in DC. Oh yeah. Because when the white folks come in, there's certain laws today. No, we need to be able to carry a gun. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a DC resident right now, take advantage of the resources. If you're playing sports, don't get no charges. Get your goddamn gun permit, dog. Right. It, 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 I got, I got, I got a couple dudes on the team right. that, that that got it. Um, I got a young man. He's a, yeah. um, he's a, um, he's a fashion designer. Got his own. Um, Fashion company, uh-huh. and uh, I was telling him how I got mine. He was yeah. like, "Well, I'm in DC." I said, "Well, look, you gotta go this, this, this. You gotta do this." And I think within like maybe four or five months, I, he came to give me a jacket, and I bought like mm-hmm. some clothes from him. He was like, "Oh, I, uh, I take my class tomorrow." Slim, I yeah, think I'm about to, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, so I mean, I feel like it's it's your right. You, yeah, it, I mean, you gotta it's have your it. right. And even for the young men out there, dog, that are 18, 16, that are toting firearms. Legally, illegally, I still understand because at the end of the day. Hold on, you said sixteen and what? I mean, I don't care how old they are. Oh, they if, if they if they between sixteen and eighteen, they not, not, not carrying not, shit legal. Yeah, not not. But I'm just I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying in general. <laughs> I mean, I ain't mad at them. Nah, I mean, I'm also I ain't mad at them. You eighteen years old, you allowed to buy AR fifteen unless if you uh, if you the proper age. In the state of Maryland, I believe. In the state believe, of Maryland, it's Maryland, yeah, yeah, VA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought it was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nah, nah, nah. In yeah. D.C., they ain't doing nah, nothing. Nah, 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 D.C., you can't do nothing. Yeah. But regardless, man, you got to stay safe, man. But get back to the sports things. Like, um, just to touch on it more, um, homeschooled him. He was going to play. He called me. He was going to play football at Capital Christian Academy. Okay. That's over there on Largo Road at the time. Okay. My man, Jason Lane, was over there. God bless everybody at CCA. They did my man. They did Coach Lane wrong. You know what I'm saying? Coach Lane coached me. Great brother. Outstanding coach. Also coach man. Yeah, Coach that ain't a man. Wishing him the oh, best. I know y'all, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, what, yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's definitely, man, 
Love Coach Jason Lane, they did, a, you know what I'm saying? So he came home one day and was like, well, we ain't got no coach. He said, uh, you should call over there. I called over there, everybody was having me over the phone, dog. I had never coached before, my motherfucker. Like, they had you over the dog, phone? No, they niggas had me over the phone. Now they do, they supposed to, they ain't get paid, they ain't never signed no paperwork. Wow. I started with uh, probably about 12 people. We recruited up to about 28, about 11, 11 players got hurt. I had his older brother. Man, what was he to call me? Yeah, nah, yeah, so anyway, yeah. So that's when I put him moving over that job. Like, yeah, he played quarterback. That's he had played that. football. He's supposed to be quarterback at Bowie. Didn't have no motherfucking grades. And so, but, but, but what happened was, we went over there, so the coaches ain't know. So it's like, yeah, well, he played quarterback. Had him at quarterback DN, had his brother. But that gave me, that was my bucket list. I definitely say coaching basketball is a lot easier. Yeah. But, you know, we went over there and did it like that, man. But um, I just love football. I just feel like football yeah, yeah, yeah. got a lot of life but you elements have to have in it. More. You know you're what right. I mean? You're right. I mean, that, 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 that a whole – I mean, because I got to yeah. – Coach Rick was my uh, defensive coach when I was at Baloo. Okay. And he, and he okay. passed a few years ago. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. I feel like Coach Rick was a coach, but he was also teaching us life because he was like, you know, if you like to practice, you gonna be late to work, you gonna be late for this, you gonna be late for that. You always gonna be fucking late. Right. So since you like to be late, let's go, let's go run some laps. Exactly. And I mean, it exactly. was just some of those life lessons, you know, that mm-hmm. you know, if I had an interview, I need to, I need to make sure I'm on time. If I mm-hmm. got a decent, I gotta make sure I'm on time. So I just feel like I'm not saying I'm not negating any other sport, but I just feel like for me, football, that's kind of what football did for me and some mm-hmm. of the coaches that I had, kind of. Mm-hmm. Just stuck with me, um, yeah, yeah. Likewise, now I'm talking about me coaching. Football is always my first sport, right? But coaching basketball, it was easy for me, right? We ain't called them motherfucking plays. I had a couple superstars, no, no, not superstars. We fun, we, we beat them on the boards, common sense, okay? Me and Coach Carl beat them on the boards. We, we made the uh playoffs, we was four and six going to the playoffs. Mm. And we end up winning the team that we beat in the championship. We got hired over the phone. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, football got hired over the phone. Dang. Football went four and six. No, I'm just saying. How you yeah. get? Hello? Can you come? Yeah. What's your name? Yeah, all right. Well, come on up yeah, here yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, we go, yeah. yeah, show you the locker room. Locker room? Okay. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> no interview, no nothing. No, no, man. No interview, nothing. Lucky right. I ain't quit my job. The bank was here position. I did my whole, I did a whole motherfucking curriculum for him. Mm. They had no money, though. It was all good, though, man. But, um. Yeah, like I said, it, it, it was a good experience. Definitely got to coach him. And most more importantly, um, his grandfather, my father, rest in peace, got to see his son coach his grandson. And that's more important. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like still with me, like my man Stu and like my brother Shields, you know what I mean? They were coaching somebody I always admired. I remember when I posted on Shields. He was like, you know my brother? I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking small about that world. also. also yeah, it's a small world. Yeah, yeah we got something coming up next. I'm talking about, about their door. Okay, so, so nephew, we don't want to leave you out. Um, Where you, where you going to school next year? St. John College High School. What, what's that? It's a private school, Military Road. It's in WCAC. Okay, and what you going to be doing up there? Playing football. What you going to be playing? Linebacker and defensive man. Linebacker and defensive. How much you weigh? 210. How many push-ups can you do without stopping? Like, 30, 40. 30? Now, see, I'm 41. I do sets of 50. Yeah. Oh, my. I do sets of 50, Slim. And so that's my thing with some of the younger guys because they be, I be, I go around the way, they be talking shit. Oh, Kev, you fat now. Yeah, I'm fat. Yeah. But if I get down on this ground, I might give you 70 without stopping. Oh, my. Oh, my. So that means if I get up and we get into a fight, I need to grab you or something, it's going to get real, Slim. Because this is all, this all me. You feel me? And so one of the things I wanted to tell you, you know, before I start talking to you was, I, I, I mean, not, not, to, not to take away nothing from what the coaches tell you, but I would tell you, man, don't ever stop doing push-ups. 
ever. And when I'm talking about, I'm talking about wide, open your legs up. I mean, just get up on the pitch, pitch your feet up. Do the motherfucking push-ups that you can't do no more. Cause I mean, playing DN, I know you got to be here. You got to be motherfucking get a nigga out your way. That's all gonna come right here. Not not here, but up here. This and even when you got, you know what I'm saying, get a nigga on his chin. It's coming from right here. And so, you grade you grade go to a different a different type of school because it's it's private school, right? This private school, right? And so, how do you think you're gonna fit in in a private school? How take it back, though. Take it back before that because you gotta take it back. Uh oh. You gotta take it real back with him. Uh oh. He grew up next door next to him and his brother. Oh yeah. He taught him how to play football. Oh wow. Yeah, he was little, but take it just t- take it back to Maryland Seahawks. With Coach Jobs, he played year round. He goes, he played for Ray Rice and, and all their teams. Tell oh, yes, him everything. Man. Start from the beginning. Really? Bro. Tell him. Uh, so I just played for Coach Jarvis, Maryland Seahawks. Well, that was a different type of football. Like he expanded football for me like a lot. We traveled around. We got way more exposure. He's been recorded by a lot of people. So I met new people and new coaches. That was really good for me. I think without college, I probably wouldn't even be playing football. Right. We used to play, wake up in the morning, play football outside, have fun, hit each other. That was just the funnest time of my life. Let me fall in love with football. So I guess playing then after Coach Jobs was a team called Maryland Heat, we practiced up St. John's. So traveling around, getting that exposure, going to Texas, Georgia. Now hold on, how old are you? Fifteen. Okay. And Georgia, Florida, and stuff like that. That builded like that confidence in me that I could go to like a private school and ball out. So I just want like, yes. Wow. But tell them about so you be a modest brother. You on, what's the thing on YouTube that you do that they film you? Oh, under the radar. Under the he's radar. He's on. He's on under the radar. Cuz play football year round. Wow. He's on under the radar. He was playing with Coach Jarvis. He was yes, twelve. Yeah. To tell him, Carlos, he was playing like yeah, with sixteen. Played, yeah, he played with the young man we was talking about earlier. He played with him when he was like twelve, thirteen. He from, yeah, he from oh, the same. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he always been bigger. My man, like I don't yeah, want, yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. shot myself over. Yeah, I'm nah, tell, tell him everything about under the radar. Tell him where you've been and stuff like that. Played in Dallas Stadium. It's a lot, man. Wow. It's a lot. He was on ESPN. He's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Under All American. Yeah, straight from that. That's my oh. Nigerian nephews, man. I got two. Of them. I was gonna ask you that. I was gonna my, ask you where you from here or not. My Nigerian nephews, man. That's what's up. Yeah, man. I mean, so you. I mean, I mean, how that make you feel? I mean, cause you, cause you going somewhere where you know. You walking on the field, they looking at you like, damn, that's slim from good. from YouTube. Like, yeah. what the fuck? It just feel good, but make me like work harder because I want to keep that standard. Like, right. people see me know I'm working hard for everything I'm wearing. Like, most important thing, I just want to get a scholarship to go to college for free. So, mom, because she don't have the money to pay for me through college. You smart. So, that's the like, most important thing. Football is helping me like, have a better life. For my family, really. right. yeah. so so you one of them humble ones. You you one of them dudes that's vicious, but don't really want to tell me how vicious you are. Look, he like yeah yeah, I'm vicious, I'm vicious. <laughs> so how you? I mean, how do you think? How do you think life gonna propel you playing football? You think it's it's, it's going? You know, you think you'll end up being great, or if not, you got a backup plan after football? Yeah, I want to be a medical doctor if I don't make the NFL. Man, what? What is going on in here, man? That's, we got two. We got two yeah, great yeah. young men in here right now. Tell me, he going to nursing because of his father. I'm going. I'm going to the nursing. I go to my college. I'm going to. I'm going. I'm, I'm graduating. My associates in nursing. They transfer to my four year school. And probably get my. Uh, probably get my my bachelor's in either IT or continue with nursing. I'm gonna see which one. IT is a great. Is a, is a, is. I would tell anybody, man. I mean, I, I mean, I even been, you know, kind of thinking about, you know, I hate to say it, but they say you got to speak it into existence. So I've been thinking about doing a nonprofit, and it was funny that I went to um, my homie's house, and Hood was there, mm-hmm. and you know they started talking about you know we should 
we should come up with a non-profit. So I think that's in the works. No, nah, no, nah, I got a non-profit. That's, I got, that's what I'm doing. But gang, grind always never give up. Just talk to me. I'm doing a joint on um, my man's with Team Durant. I'm doing a joint next Sunday. It's a clean comedy show. I'm going to shoot you the information. Because okay. I also got, got, I got different acronyms for the word gang. I got right. grind always never give up. Goals accomplished by never giving up. God's angels never give up. Right. So... If you're gonna do the nonprofit, I got the whole curriculum right there, though. Yeah, I mean we I mean I, I mean I think I wanna I think I wanna take my time with it and I think I wanna, like you said, maybe get hooked up with you because I've already talked to three other individuals where they got, you know, the plan, how to get the grant, you know, how to work the plan to get the grant money. So yeah. I wanna just keep on going because I feel like, you know, young men like these two young yeah, men yeah. expire me because I feel yeah. like I didn't have what y'all had. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I was one of the one of the dudes like your father where, you know, he had Baloo, but he had, he came home. See, when he came home, yeah. the dudes that he was worried about, they that's why I was living there. Yeah. That's why I was living yeah. there. And so, you know, I'm on 6th or 7th Avenue, so I done seen, I done seen jokers get their shit split for gating the dice. I done seen, you know, I, I done seen so much fucked up shit in my life. And I feel like, you know, when I talk, I don't like to talk like to make it seem like I'm bragging mm -hmm. about what I've been through. But I've been in it. Like, you know, I've been in mm -hmm. situations where I look upstairs. I'll be like, dang. Yeah. How the fuck did I get home tonight? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got motherfuckers shooting at you. You, you, you hit a motherfucking bullet. And if you ain't never felt that, you know, when you, like like you said, a dude was talking about, oh, I'm from Southeast, nigga, you live around the corner. I never right, understood. Right, right down the street. I never understood why. The Oxon Hill High School, dog, don't lie to me. Why bro. jokers felt like they needed to be like, oh, I'm from here, I'm from, I, I mean, be honest, I don't give a fuck where you from. If you cool, we cool, exactly. we cool. You nah, ain't got to be bragging and shit. It, it, it stop, and, and just to touch on that, to start with your character, dog. I'm a Mason, man, dog, 19, you a man before you're a Mason. I met one of my best friends, Eddie Shields at Blue, dog. That's what I took from Blue. The friends I met. I met you know what I'm saying? And like and like you said, people, and that's what I saw up Dale State, dog. It was people up there, dog. You're up there, you're a college. Whether you want scholarship or not, somebody's paying for you to be there. Yeah. Anybody that goes to college, dog, become a gangster, to skip class, never give a fuck if you're on scholarship or not. Somebody's paying for you to be there. You're not in high school, dog. Yeah. Somebody's paying for you to be there, dog. And when I was up there, state, I had somebody come to me that was from uh, Cousin from Dover. Yeah, SAE from Southeast. No, dog. I'm from PG County, Pistol Grip County. They got claim mine. My best friend in the wheelchair. They got shot on his birthday on Georgia Avenue. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not from Southeast. I was born in Southeast or Southeast General. Right. No, I'm from PG County, Pistol Grip County, nigga. Plain mind. Don't, 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 don't try to put me no. No, no, I'm not. Right. Because playing at Baloo and being around Shields, being around Dubert, being around different people like that that's really from there, though, that'd be disrespecting them. Right. My mother worked at, at Johnson and & Douglas and taught special ed. I was going there with them. You see what I'm saying? Right. My mother lighter than me looked white if you saw her. Right. I was when at I saw her picture, I was like, okay. But she was at Johnson, at Douglas for 25 years, <laughs> special ed, in the, in, in the field. No, I'm not going to lie and say where I'm from because I met there's too many good people that's in their environment. And like people say, well... Why are they hanging out? They're hanging outside, though, because there's seven people in, in a two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> need to breathe. Outside. They need to breathe. They're not, and, that's what, and, and, that's what, and that's what a lot of motherfuckers that's do. That's what a lot of motherfuckers do. They're not hanging outside to be cool, nigga. It's hot in the house. Your father, mother, inside that's on drugs or some right. shit. Or somebody that's abusing that them. Yeah. That's why they hanging yeah. outside, though. Yeah. And that's why, through me mentoring 
my man O from around Kenilworth and all of them. This is my best friends. Some of my students are my best friends till this day. Right. Like him, all my friends come from different neighborhoods. I've never claimed a hood in my life. Right. Because, yeah, it was around Fort Washington, Indian Queen, got people around it. I ain't fight with them niggas, dog. I knew right. them I went to that school, so there's no faking with me, dog. Right. All my friends are from different areas, dog. Oh, yeah. So he, what, that's why doing the music, it was always modern, dog. That's what you believe in, or something like that. And that's what a lot of the youth are getting caught up in, dog. You down in the street or something like that. That's why you got all these niggas snitching and all that shit nowadays, you seeing? Yeah. All they accuse the niggas of snitching, but ain't no fucking paper. The game is just fucked up right now, dog. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But that's why with sports, if you're doing sports, you're studying all day. Yeah, you're, on, you're on a schedule. There's yeah. structure to it. That's why my mother from Chicago, Cabrita the Green, Candy Man, Candy Man, dog. She's from, that's where she's from. Her father drove a milk truck with father. And so for me, I felt like I felt like when I was at Roosevelt, because I went to Roosevelt too. Yeah. I went to Roosevelt for two years. Okay, okay. And then um, and that's how I met Prince, Nate. Shane, yeah, you know, all of the all of the uptown crew, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, I felt like when I was playing football with Prince, he'd tell you, man, I used to get on the bus and meet Prince all the way uptown just to work out. Exactly. Not practice, but just, just to work out and then go home. So I was, my, my dedication was vicious was when I was and younger. That's and that's I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I was still, I was still in the street, I was still getting my money, but... Football was where it was at for me. But you had it balanced out. You had a structure to it. Yeah. You have 24 hours in a day. You can balance everything yeah. out, dog. Yeah. That's like with him. I that page it was mean. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, the page it was <laughs> mean. But, 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 but you was. And with the page, with their clientele on the page, they, everybody was on a schedule. Yeah. They knew when to call and when not right. to call. They knew that they did call during certain times. They, right. they weren't going to get a exactly. call back. And that's just what I think that a lot of you, that's why I said when you play sports, when you're in a band, what are you doing? And you can be on the yearbook committee. Just something. something. Organized. It, it, it organized. It builds that structure right. for you. And that's, and that's why I said, and like when it, that's why, like, with my mother, I was a Navy Seeker that, you know what I'm saying? I first met my man Wiggs. Navy Seeker that's we was going over to Anacostia. We was down there by the Navy, y'all. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, man. You just got to be involved, dog. But right now in D.C., I tell people to this day, maybe my client today some, uh, over there by the Walmart on 8th Street. She homeless, talked to her boyfriend, cousin with the blue. UDC offer free classes at D.C. residents. They I used to work there. Right now, if you in D.C., you a D.C. resident, dog, Take advantage of the classes being off. My man, oh, that I told you that um, mentor, you know what I'm saying? He's taking classes, free IT classes in DC. His 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 uh. Younger, I got a homie that I work with. He took a class and got his A plus. His younger sister just got an A plus. Man, mm-hmm. ain't go to college. She make about sixty five doing mm-hmm. well, man. If you do the IT thing, I'll go back with you. But um, but that's the, that's why I think with the sports get involved, though, you, you gotta have a certain grade point average in order to play. I think, but I think what messed me up was my break. I took a mandatory vacation. Um, can't take no vacation. I did it too. You know what I'm saying? Can't take no vacation, though. I, I took a mandatory vacation, and it was like, once I came home, you know, it was like, yeah. I, I still played football up in loop, but it wasn't like, it wasn't the I ain't had a dedication I had at Rose, because now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even that, not even other priorities, but now Mr. Gill from Baloo was like, look, son, your, your address say Southeast. We got to send you back to home. They was getting more. Right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? So now yeah, I'm home. Yeah. And so the first day I'm walking in Baloo, it's like, Kip, what's up, son? What's going on? Yeah, 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 and yeah. so now, off the break, I'm saying, I heard you. You got, oh, yeah, got it. 
And now life has changed. I mean, I know I got practice. I know I got football. But... I got this money now. So it's like I got this money. I got the chicks. Yeah, yeah. I got football a little bit. Yeah. You know, I use football to get out of class on Fridays. Yeah. Okay, well, y'all got a game today? You can get out of class. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's all good. But yeah. I still was not as structured and organized as I was when I was a role. So people ask me sometimes, what you know, what part of my life could I get back? I, you know, I say, I wish I can get my ninth and 10th grade year back. Because if mm-hmm. I'd have been in ninth grade, ten, if I'd been ninth, 10th grade year, right, and I wouldn't have left Rose, and I'd have stayed up there with Whitehead and Prince and, you know, Juan and Wayne and all them dudes, man. We would have had a mob if I'd have stayed. We had um, one arm Doug on the team, too. No, Jenkins, that's my man. Yeah, we, they, they, man, this old man. Is man, old I, I played with them, you yeah, know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. If I'd have stayed locked in, Those vicious. he was tough. I mean, all Play summer, basketball, all and football, and, and, and in the summertime, a funny yeah. story, in the summertime, I was the fullback, and that was his spot. Okay. And so when he came back from playing basketball to play fullback, I ain't yeah. gonna lie, I was mad. I was like, hold on. I was like, Coach Durham, you mean tell me I've been up this motherfucker two a days, <laughs> running all the motherfucking plays, all that shit, and this motherfucker come in here yeah. and soon as first day he he started? Yeah. I'm like, nah, man, fuck that. So I, you know, I felt, I felt a certain type of way. I felt, I felt a certain type of way about that. I mean, I really did. No, 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 cause, nah, but um, speaking about Jenkins, man, that's 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 family, man. Yeah. Cause like, uh, I work, Sue worked with the uh the older brother over there, Ron Brown, but um, okay. No, but Jenkins, yeah, Jeff and all them, the whole Jenkins was my wife all the time. The whole Jenkins, man. Um, that's family, man. But like you were saying, ninth and tenth grade, yeah. man. If he can get back his ninth and tenth grade, yeah. what if? Because what happened was, I had him doing music, but with the rapping and stuff, the fame, like you said. But once he walked into school, yeah, it's a rap. Did not ask him about Carlos. Nah, it's too much. King Chop. Yeah. And then that's when we met my nephew, Savage Joe. It, it was no, it was no work getting done because yeah. I'm trying to do work. They're asking about the rap. You famous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. just let's just keep it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. famous? You're famous. That's what it was, and that's where the balance. Could I be. told, I told niggas. Listen, I, I mean, let's just be honest. Nigga. I took, I took, I took fifty dimes to school every day. Right, every morning. By the time twelve o'clock rolled around, they was gone. There was no Instagram, no social media. Every day. So when I be hearing youngest talk about they getting money, I'm like, Slim, I don't understand what you're saying, nigga. I'm I just I Slim. I just sold fifty dimes in less than three hours. And I'm and I do this every day. This is a every and and we ain't talking about after I leave practice to go home. No. Because when I go home now, we ain't doing weed no more. We doing something else. Exactly. That's gonna make even more money. So when you exactly. say you out here, you made nigga told me he made eleven thousand dollars a day. I bust out laughing. I was like eleven thousand. I said nigga, I used to get calls like that on the phone ten minutes. Come on. What we talking about? So you gonna yeah. be out here really doing that type of work, really make it work for yourself? But then I start asking stupid questions, and I'm saying stupid because I'm thinking this is shit you need to know. How much money you putting up for a lawyer? None. How much money you putting up for investments None. and stuff later on? How much you putting up for bills? How much you just putting None. up for yourself? None. Then the lawyer come, they start right back over. You know what I'm saying? Lawyer come, take the way, start back over. Then they get out, yeah, we no more papers. There ain't nothing tight about being on papers. Exactly. Nigga. That's exactly. Shit. And the good thing was there was no social media back then. Nothing. Man. That's that's why I said when no. I talked to them, that, that's what it is. But man. you still got caught up though, depending on where you was at, oh, no, who no, you no, was like, hanging yeah, with, you know. Nigga, nigga, back then, because they took pictures. The, the feds took pictures. But and, back and then, about the, the shots for weed was like what? Was Nothing. That some, 
And weed was illegal all day. If you got caught with a certain amount back then, I mean, well, I'm not, I'm not talking about you. Oh, I'm saying yeah. in general, compared. Oh to yeah, now. compared. Yeah, yeah, compared to now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, ticket now. If you yeah. got pulled, if they, if you was driving, got pulled over, they press all your shit up, man. But like, but that's why it still goes back to you still playing sports. Yeah, twenty four hours in a day, yeah. though. Everything was structured, and yeah. that's what sports do. It make it's structured and it's balanced out, dog. Yeah, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. I mean, I think for the most part, I think I think that that it, it need to be a little bit more programs in, in Maryland and DC to, you know, you know, get get people involved with sports because I feel like that is a dynamic that can help, you know, kids, you know, dialogue, talk to the coaches. You may find out what's yeah, going on yeah, at home yeah. that you didn't know. Yeah. You know, you might see the child acting out, you know, on the field, and you talk to him, and then you you learn the story. You like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so now now I gotta go a different way because exactly. now I know what he's going through. Yeah. So I think that builds, like you say, yeah. character, and then it builds that relationship yeah. with the with the student and the coach. And I mean, for me, mentoring, it was a little bit of the same, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I'm happy to hear, you know, we got 15 and 19, mm-hmm. you know, and and. In my mind, it's blowing my mind because at 19, I had already had a baby. I, oh, I had already had yeah, four, five, six times. I had already been oh, locked up six or seven times. Yeah. You know, UUV, UUV, UUV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And so I, I just feel like, you know, this conversation yeah. ain't ain't to glorify, you know, um, you know the, the past, but it's to... You know, show the blessings that if you, I mean, you, you, you can fuck up. You can, you cannot have had it all right all the time and mm-hmm. still, you know, get some structure, yeah. you know, and, 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 and learn from it and do great things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these two young men are a prime example of that. And then yeah. also with me and you, I mean, yeah. I didn't graduate from Dale State, yeah. but I felt like I was up there. I mean, shit, yeah. I never forget. When they told your car, they had the dog in the back seat, man. You was mad as shit. I was like, why well, ain't gonna tell the man car with the man dog in the back seat? I, I got locked up. I put us in the tow truck. Yeah, I remember that. I put us in the tow truck. I remember that. I remember that. Dropped my car with Bubba in the car. I was like, man, Trey of Sykes, I think Bubba's hurt. Hurt. Went back there, punished cuz, got locked the fuck up. No, no. Put my mother. I want that whole cuz. It was assault, got dropped down to offensive touching. Exactly. Offensive touching. Exactly. I worked the whole summer bus born, the whole winter break, stayed up $796. I had to pay that nigga $690, dog. We got the court, dog. You was, I apologize, dog. Yeah. I'm still going to take the money. Young nigga, make us a foul. Because they was towing niggas' cars and just dropping them. Just dropping them. Just dropping them. Yeah, it's it's like me having you work. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas hook up cars, tow them, drop the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly how y'all niggas yeah, would be. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Nigga, cuz drop the shot, go back. I know everybody in security. ATMs just came out. I, I, I said, dog. I said, my, I was parked in. I said, I'm wrong. I said, how much is it? I'm going to go to the ATM. I'm, I'm going to pay you your that. money, dog. Just don't tow my car, dog. Cuz keep on. I said, dog. He's, security said, look, man, stop touching this stop, car. Stop touching I'm cool. The car. You know what I mean? I told everybody right. from the janitor to the, to the president of the car. Exactly. I said, he said, man, stop towing this car. We going up there. Long story short, he opened up. Dog, whole time I'm talking, this nigga, man, man, it's Dover, nigga. Uh-huh. If you out there, you bitch ass nigga, man, hook yeah. this shit up. We go there, go get the money. Security supervisor come back. What's good? The white girl was out there sick. She, they had towed her car the week before, dropped the car, jumped fell in a little ditch. Right. That shit was. Head crazy. security came back, dog, and said, what's going on here? My guy towed this car. We go ahead and tow the motherfucker. They said, he just, he just left. He's coming right back. All cuz had to say, I'm coming back with your money. Why are you so pressed to tell my right. car? 
But it's his personal insecurities. Him seeing a light skinned nigga right. or curly all that type of shit. Okay, dog. So came back. And then by the time we walked up, he was yeah. annoyed. Yeah, yeah, he came back. I'm driving back. Your uncle Trey from the stand smack. Yeah, young cuz he dropped your car. I think Bubba's hurt. Once I heard that, security said, dog, don't do nothing. I'm with the red. Went back there, snick at the, the crow. But once I saw him bite, hit him, drop him, nigga, drop the crow, but I'm standing over top of him. But they locked me up and shit, though. But, but it goes back to you always got to. You heard, you heard the but, but. but <laughs> you can't act off emotion. Yeah. You can't act off emotion, man. You, 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 you can't do that, though. Yeah. And therefore, I see, yeah, man, that whole money I saved up, man. But another thing I want to tell us about playing sports, man. Um, when he was at the All-Star game, it's, 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 it's a lot of coaches out there, dog. If you a coach, dog, don't try to relive your glory days, dog, through the players that you coach, man. But by, by, like, say if you coach a team and your team was sorry or some shit, then you get to coach the All-Star game, don't try to just put players where they tell you they ain't play during the regular season, man. Also, if you a coach and you got a lot of personal insecurities, man, last name Davis, dog, don't be a bitch-ass nigga, dog, and let your personal insecurities cause you to act out or lash out, or lash out in an irrational way, dog. Because one thing you got to realize, when you're dealing with somebody's child, dog, or even if you at work or something, like there's a lot of people, you be at work, and co-workers play games like trying to do some ill shit and get somebody fired, dog. In the eyes of reality, bitch niggas get burnt like calories, dog. No matter your salary, dog, outside of work, you still got to see a nigga, dog. So this this is anybody. Don't let your personal insecurities get you fucked up, man, or get you slumped, dog. If you at work, man, keep that shit professional, man. If you coaching, stay you blessed. You sound like up. me a little no, bit. No, 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 because, because there's a lot of bitch-ass motherfuckers out there, dog. <laughs> and so, 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 so whatever you coaching, dog. I say dog, slumped a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're in a position of power, dog. And when you say slump, a nigga know what that yeah, means. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know you're play, you know you playing wow. games with somebody's livelihood, dog. Whether you uh whether you're an adult dog or whether you're a youth dog, just understand that shit, man. It don't end at work when you play with somebody's livelihood, dog. Mm. Especially if you're doing some crush. If somebody's wrong and they cause themselves to get terminated, or if you're a coach and you're coaching a player and you're in a position of power, or if you're a teacher or an administrator or something like that, remember what your role is. You can say I'm not a role model, dog, like Charles Buckley said, that's why that nigga got no rings. You know what I'm saying? Always remember, dog, if you're older, dog, you're still a role model, you're still looked up to, dog. Use your position of power in a positive manner, dog. Because it, it don't end right there, dog. Understand that shit, man. It don't end right there, dog. Do some ill shit that karma's gonna come back to you, dog. So that's almost, there's a lot of coaches out there, man, that don't know what the fuck they doing and shit like that. And because you're trying to relive your dreams or something like that, you, you put a player in a position where they might get hurt or play them out of position. Mm. And you see that they're in that all-star game. <clears throat> Obviously, they had to do something right, and their coaches knew how to use them if they had DM and line them up outside and not inside. So they use their speed. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't be a bitch-ass nigga, dog, and try to do some dumb shit, man. You know what I mean, dog? You know what I'm saying? That's, the, an, that's another thing. At, at, the end of, at the end of the day, I feel like... Um, you know, a man gonna be a man. You know what I'm saying? A father always gonna protect his child. And I feel like, you know, whether people look at it like it's over the top or too much, I mean, men gonna be men. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why men are different than women. You know, a lot yeah. of women, you know, are, are emotional. Men, you know, kind of, you know, you know, theoretic, they think, and then they react. Now, my thing is, I'm trying to learn how to not to react, but respond. And I felt like, mm-hmm. even though it was, you know, whatever, you, you, you responded in a way where you felt like you needed to get yeah, it out yeah, there. It's yeah, not yeah. reactional. It's yeah, just, you yeah. know, just putting it out there. 
Yeah. And so I mean, just 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 off off the top, man. I mean, I I, I didn't know how the conversation was gonna go. I didn't know how much you was gonna give out. You know, Mister. You know, all America don't want to get none of his accolades off. So I'm, I appreciate y'all giving them out, man. But at the end of the day, I feel like, man, you know, I, I I'm a true believer that sports is one of them things that help. You know, young men and women, you know, stay yes, structured and stay organized. So I, I, I would I would preach that if you have a young man or young woman out there and they having some troubles, whether it be in school or, you know, whether it be in the house, you know, talk to them. See if they want to play a sport. Find out yes, if there's something out there that they may want to do that they can get involved in. My daughter, um, when, when she was six months, she was swimming. Then when she turned four, three or four, we put her in soccer. And now that she did that for two years, now we about to do dancing. I feel like every yeah, year, yeah, every yeah, two yeah, or three years, we going to ask her if it's something else she want to do. And I feel like even if she come back, you know, at, you know, junior high school, high school and say, oh, I want to play soccer. Okay, we're we going to do that. But at least you try to put them right. in as much as you can. So, I mean, I think the conversation is basically, you know, you know, depicting sports and mentorship and, and organization and, you know, kind of putting it all together and, mm-hmm. you know, giving the young men and women something to look at. So I appreciate y'all, man. I mean, I appreciate the conversation, even though my man didn't want to tell me much. I'm mad at him. He was trying to keep it modest. Yeah, I'm just tight, but you know, I don't want to tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you letting me do oh, it, man. Anytime, brother. God bless cause, you, man. You're always welcome, man. Hey, man, because some of the shit, I can honestly say, some of the shit that I did back at Dale State, man, I, you know, I, I go to, like, um, to different places sometimes and people see me from school, man, and they be telling me shit that I did. I just be looking at it. I'll be like, what? I did that? Nigga, yeah. you don't remember that shit? Yeah, but, one, but one thing I'll say, whenever SA saw you, dog, because they say we ain't hang together too much, but you and I always had a certain chemistry, a certain respect for each other. So I was at the end of the day, you was always a positive individual, dog. Yeah. Never negative. Ne- ne- never negative. I don't think I was ever negative. Ne- ne- we was always on the defense, but whenever one of them young kid niggas stepped out there, we had to score. Yeah. That's true. And the defense scores, it just hurts a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. all it is, man. So, so I think I think at the end of the day, man, we think um, if y'all got any, you know, other things that y'all may want to talk about in terms of mentorship, I know sometimes I talk about it and I don't get to, you know, get as much information out there. So in this episode, if you got anything that you want to add, you know, that I may have left out, you know, give me a call. You can shoot me an email. Um, um, my email is on my Facebook page, and it's also on my IG. My Facebook page is Real Talk with the Six Man. Mm-hmm. IG is also Real Talk Six Man. Um, I'm also on um, YouTube, so if you catch me on YouTube, I got a couple of videos mm-hmm. where I talk in the morning, and I got a couple episodes logged up on um, YouTube right now as well. So if there's anything I ever miss, um, just hit me up, and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to come back and revisit it. Again, I'm thanking the brothers for allowing me this time, man, and uh, yeah, we're going to keep it going. Man. You got to say, tell me about two videos you got dropping, dog. Yeah, man, I also do a little bit of rapping, man. I got a video called Gorillas coming up, drop. Just got the snippet post on my Instagram, man. I already had 2,000 views. Man, you know what I'm saying? Coming soon, man. But I ain't a rapper. for athlete first, man. Football player. You know, got my diploma. Some of these other rappers don't be having, man. Just, I don't know what yeah, man. Shout out Juggling Films, man. Some of the video you want Chris real quick, dog. Yeah, man. 40K Yeah, my, my man, 4QKP, man. You know what I'm saying? Always... A bright, bright young man, man. Come school first, everything go first, man. But you know, you know, you know, everything. Football yeah. first. Football first, man. But it can't get I love it, man. Hey, it's the six, man. We appreciate these brothers, man. Y'all stay tuned, man. We got a lot of other stuff coming on, man. Y'all be easy. Peace. All right. Big 
the people, we all gon' get heard This real spill, never clean what I say <laughs> Always tuned in, never tuned out Gotta stay woke and be a sleepwalker Gotta stand up, got too many stand out Stay ready, like the sick man of the year, we up now